It seems like yesterday I was just graduating from undergrad and here I am a working professional. Like, where did the time go? Time flies by so fast. You need to make sure that you're making the most out of the time God gave you. And today we are going to be giving tips for productivity. So come on in, sis, grab your mug, grab your coffee, because this is going to be a much needed coffee break. Welcome to the God Coffee and Resilience Podcast, where you can get your weekly dose of confidence, motivation, and inspiration in the midst of adversity. In every segment, we will discuss faith, life's obstacles that try to get in our way, and how we can maintain our resilience with God and a whole lot of coffee. I am Reese, your host. Grab a mug of your choice and come on in. All right. How y'all doing today? Happy Monday. I am your host Reese and welcome to the God Coffee and Resilience podcast. I'm so glad you guys decided to click on this episode to join me for this conversation. And of course, I know you have your coffee, which I always say, but it can be tea, juice, whatever you enjoy. And we are about to indulge in a much needed topic. So the title of this episode is just like that because time goes by just like that. And I thought it was appropriate. So here we are. Um, (laughs) I know that you were just thinking not too long ago, I need to be more productive. And in case you guys forgot, we're still in a new year and we had to find things to do. So people did home projects and they cleaned out their home and they reorganized and they painted and they made things and all this other stuff. And now people are starting to get, um, complacent. Like they're starting to get content with being at home and they're just like, Oh, there's nothing to do. Um, so we have adjusted to being at home or working from home or having extra time to the point where now it feels like it's not as significant. Whereas in the beginning, we were just like, oh, we're home now. So now I have time to do this, 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 and that. Well, maybe now you're feeling like, okay, I've done everything. Now what? Or we've done, we've played every board game. We've played every card game. We've done every house project. There's nothing else to do, even though there's always something else to do. But today we are going to be getting over that hump and giving some quick tips on how you can make the most of the 24 hours in the day that you have, um, which I think is very, very important. Now, I know most people work, and in previous episodes, we have discussed getting eight hours of sleep. So if you work a regular nine to five plus sleep, okay, that's 16 hours of your day right there. So what do you do with the other eight hours of your day? Does that go to watching TV? Does that go to cleaning the house or making dinner when you get off of work? Or maybe you're single, maybe you live alone. Um, Does that go to scrolling on social media? Like, what do you do with the extra eight hours of your day? However, that might fall, however, it may be split up. So there's plenty that you can get done 
if you stay organized and plan ahead, we all know this, but today I'm going to be giving you some tips and there are plenty of more in addition to the tips that I'm giving you um, that can aid in productivity. There's books out there on this, but five tips I think will be helpful. And that's what I'm going to be giving you guys today to help you achieve your goals that you've set for this year. Um, in case you guys have forgotten, right? You, you still know the goals that you set for this year, right? Did I lose you? Okay. So <laughs> let's get into number one. Number one is complete the task that will take the longest first. My grandmother used to always tell me this when I was in elementary school. I did not know that when, um, back then, excuse me, she was dropping gems. Like grandma was like, make sure you do whatever's going to take the longest for me. That was always math. I always struggled in math. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm about to knock these word problems out, whatever. But I always listened to my grandmother and it paid off. By the time I was worn out by completing the hardest or the longest task, even if I did nothing else, I knew that the rest of the tasks that follow was fairly easy and simple and short and easy to get done. So I didn't have the stress about completing the test or the task that was the longest because I've already knocked that out the way and all of my time and energy already went into that. So now when I go back to my task list and look at everything else that needed to get done, I've already conquered the hardest one. And now I can split my time equally with whatever I have left because I know it's not going to take as nearly as long as the first task did. So that's tip number one. Tip number two, set goals on a daily basis. Just don't set goals like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds this year. And you don't have um, little benchmarks throughout the year to hold yourself accountable. So you should be setting smaller goals within your big goal to make sure that you eventually reach your overall goal. Um, you need to make sure that you prioritize your daily goals. I, I know personally, I have an iPad um, and it has the app Good Notes on there. I don't know how many of you are familiar with that, but in PA school, I mean, we were able to use for me good notes. And of course the apples has come out with their own little pencil. So you can write your notes, you can highlight, you can insert pictures in there. You can draw, you can completely customize and have free reign over how you want, whatever you're made, making or creating to turn out. So, um, for me, I have a template that I've built in my iPad, um, as a PDF that I have, um, import it into the good notes app. And I use that to jot down my goals for the following day. Um, so that it helps to keep me accountable. So at the end of the day, I look back and I look to see, did I actually complete everything that I set out to complete? And it, it has to be realistic, right? So we all know if we have a to-do list that's 37 items long, that we're not going to get all of that done in one day, unless we stay up and don't sleep. Um, which I wouldn't advise that I used to pull all nighters in college. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and lie, but I wouldn't advise that it's just not healthy. Um, so make sure you're chopping up your goals into bite-sized goals that you know that you can take on and handle throughout your day. Um, number three is plan for tomorrow. So that kind of falls in line with what I was just talking about, making sure that you don't go to sleep with a million things on your mind. You need to write them down. Um, so you can get them off your mind so they don't be troubling you while you're trying to sleep. Um, I know people personally, 
um, come in to see me. And one of the things that drives their anxiety, since I do mental health, um, is what they have to do or the anticipation of something upcoming. Um, we call that rumination when you sit on something for too long, all you can do is just sit and think about it, think about it, think about it. So I always tell my patients one way to get around that is to have a book or have a notepad by your, by your bed and to write down everything that you're thinking about so that you don't forget. And now that you know it's written down, even if your mind forgets, you wrote it on a piece of paper, something tangible that you can read. So you know either way it's going to get done now, or at least it should, right? So always making sure you plan for the next day um, and you write everything down. Again, do not go to sleep with a million things on your mind. You need to write them down. Number four is to actually get sleep because without sleep, you can't be productive if you if you have no energy Um, without sleep, you can't concentrate correctly. You can't do a lot of things without sleep and your body needs to make sure that you can recover. Um, and it has to make sure that it does the things that it needs to do while we are sleeping. So sleeping is a a vital, um, to us being productive and us getting things done accurately and on time. So make sure you get sleep, make sure you set a bedtime. I know me personally, I have the new iPhone and within it, you can put down your sleep time. So an hour or 30 minutes before my set sleep time, my phone will actually play the lullaby, um, the melody to the lullaby, go to sleep, go to sleep. Um, because it's letting me know, Hey, whatever you're doing, you need to know in the next couple of minutes, you need to be getting ready to, to go to bed because, in order for you to get the full eight hours of sleep, you need to be in bed by the next couple of minutes. So when, as soon as I hear that, I stop whatever I'm doing. I go ahead and go in my room and prepare, you know, go through my nightly routine so that I can make sure I go to sleep within the next few minutes or the next hour so that I'm ready and I'm refreshed in the morning time. Because as much as I hate to admit I am a morning person, I am, but I do not enjoy waking up in the morning. And I know that's that contradicts everything about being a morning person because morning people like to get up. But I say I'm a morning person because I have been waking up around 530 for majority of my life, especially when I was in PA school, going to class. It doesn't matter. I'd rather get up early in the morning than to stay up late at night. And I consider myself an old lady. I'm in bed by 10 o'clock every single night. If I have company over, um, they need to be gone by nine, eight o'clock because I need my time. You know, like (laughs) the boundaries, uh, the things that we go through as we continue to grow older, God, thank you. Um, but your mindset shift from when you were younger, right? When you were younger, you want your friends over all the time. Don't matter. We stay up to three o'clock in the morning. When you get older, you just like child, I'm in bed by seven, eight o'clock. I ain't trying to be bothered. I'll talk to you tomorrow um, type of mentality. So definitely making sure you get to sleep, making sure you set boundaries, making sure you're not on social media all night, um, making sure you actually give your eyes a rest and you're in bed. Uh, And tip number five kind of goes into what I said earlier, breaking task into smaller pieces, not to overwhelm yourself with thinking of a hundred things at once that you have to do. You have to time yourself. One of the things I found that helped me when I was going through PA school is I knew that I was taking, I think at 1.8 classes in a semester. And I knew that 
you know, sometimes in one week you'll have a quiz in this class and a test in this class and an assignment in this class and something else in that class. And sometimes, I mean, that can become a lot and overwhelming and it can become really, really overwhelming if you're not organized and if you don't know and can't stay on top of what you got to do. And that those same principles, um, can apply to real life. I mean, come on now. So I've, so one of the things that, um, I really had to start doing was timing myself. So what I would do is I would study for 45 minutes, set a timer on my phone for that 45 minutes. When it was up, take a 15 minute break. The next 45 minutes I would spend on the class again, and then I would move on. So making sure that I gave myself enough time to focus on other classes, um, and still be able to get little by little done. So even if I don't complete everything that I wanted to complete that day, I completed a part of it or some of it. Um, and so the next time I sit down with it again to review or to write or do whatever I had to do, um, I didn't have that much left to do. And I was still able to get other things done that needed to be done in other classes. Same thing, same principle applies to real life. Um, if you think about it, if, like I said, if you got a piece of the task completed versus the whole thing is better than nothing. And it's better than all of your time going to one thing when you know, you got six other things that need to get done. So breaking up your task into smaller bite-sized pieces across a couple of days. And in order to do that, you have to plan ahead and be organized. So you can't just do this and whatever you got to do is due tomorrow, then all of your time need to go into whatever you have to do because you didn't give yourself enough time to prepare and to breathe. And, you know, a lot of people do great working under pressure. A lot of people are procrastinators naturally, and that's just how they operate. And I see nothing wrong with that if that's what you do. But me, I don't work well under pressure unless, of course, like I'm at work. But as far as academics, like education goes, I have to plan things out and I have to have an agenda and I have color coded like I'm that type of chick. So if I have something due and I know I didn't prepare, it's a hundred percent full blown anxiety for me. And then I'm like, oh my God, what do I have to do? I got to like, so I know what, how I respond to procrastination. So I don't do it. And for me, I have to be an extremely organized person. And that's just how I choose to live my life. I don't know about the rest of y'all can't tell you how to live, but I'm just here to give you these five tips. So tip number one is complete the task, complete the task. That's the longest. Um, that requires the most of your energy that you know is going to take forever to do first so that when you're done with that you don't have to worry about it and the rest of your time can go to smaller things or shorter tasks set goals on a daily basis plan for tomorrow get sleep and break your task into smaller pieces okay so those are my five tips and the scripture for today comes from hebrews 12 7 through 9 It reads, endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children for what children are not disciplined by their father. If you are not disciplined and everyone goes, undergoes, excuse me, discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who discipline us and we respect them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of spirits and life? So, um, so the scripture from today comes from Hebrews 
verse seven through nine, and it reads, endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children for what children are not disciplined by their father. If you are not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who discipline us and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of spirits and live? So definitely read Hebrews 12. This is a great passage, but this can definitely be motivation for you to start and accomplish your task and be disciplined. Planning, being organized, getting stuff done, that takes discipline. So wherever you're not disciplined in your life, I wanna encourage you to get disciplined because you can miss out on a lot of stuff and not get a lot of stuff done by wasting time. Um, productivity is more important now than ever. Whenever like, you know, we get out of this, you want to be able to say, yes, I did accomplish losing 20, 20 pounds this year, or I did accomplish whatever that may be for you. You can fill in the blank, but don't waste time. Time is so precious and there's nothing you can do to get it back once it passed. So make sure we're staying focused guys in this season and we're doing what God asks us to do. And that leads me to the last part of this episode, which is always praying us out. So you know how we do. Let's get ready for prayer. So Father God, thank you so much for being able to connect with your sons and daughters biweekly, being able to share your ideas, your thoughts, and be able to share um, verses and passages with your brothers and sisters, your daughters and sons, making sure that they get the food for thought that they need to carry them throughout the week to change their perspective and change their behaviors. Father God, I pray that you continue to strengthen us all throughout this week and that we all go out into the world being productive with keeping your purpose for us in the front of our mind and using that as motivation to carry out the steps that you have ordered us to take, Father God. I pray these things over my brothers and sisters and your sons and daughters. We love you. Amen. All right, guys. So that wraps up the episode for this week. Don't forget to connect with me at The Resilient PA on Instagram and also follow the podcast. I can't believe I haven't even been mentioning that, but God Coffee and Resilience podcast on Instagram is pretty long. But if you follow me at The Resilient PA, I have it linked in my bio. So you can just click on it there and give us a follow. Also, feel free to share this episode with anyone and share this podcast with anyone if you think that they can benefit from it. Also, visit theresilientpa.com as well to sign up for our newsletter, to be able to get the show notes, and to be able to be notified about the freebies that's coming here really, really, really soon. I'm so excited to be releasing um, some of these things to you guys. And I'm very, very thankful for you guys um, tuning in every other week and joining me for our coffee break. I really appreciate and love you guys. Please stay safe out there and take care. And I will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of God Coffee and Resilience. You can also follow us on Instagram at God Coffee and Resilience Podcast. You can also follow the host, Reese, at The Resilient PA. And you can also check out our website at TheResilientPA.com. Take care, guys.